Hello and welcome to the Open Agenda podcast with me, Will Luca. And me, Nat Schaefer. We're both journalism graduates from the University of Gloucestershire, deciding to come together and start a podcast. We aim to be conversational and topical, discussing the subjects we take a great interest in. Current affairs and politics. The media. And conversations about everyday life. We hope you enjoy the episodes we release. Well, Nat, this is our first podcast episode. Episode one. And we're going to be talking about lockdown to start off with. After one in March 2020, one in November 2020, and one in January 2021. Yeah, we're recording this at the end of um, the first week of England's third national coronavirus lockdown. Will, how are you feeling about it? I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling fine. I think um, that's a Beatles song, I feel fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I feel okay. I don't think I haven't had any problems. It's it's just it's just a big restriction on on life, which is not not ideal, but we have to go with it. There's a lot of things that we've wanted to do over the past year that we haven't been able to. It is for the best, and it won't be forever. It is for the best. I think that's the thing we have to keep in our mind. We have to keep in our mind that it, it it's not going to be for the rest of our lives at all um i think we just have to and it is it is tough for lots of people i i I absolutely understand that but for some of us who can cope with it we just have to get on with it really so as i said it is it is really really tough for lots and lots of people but i've coped okay and it's been locked down for almost a year we'll be coming up to march 2021 and it'll be almost a year of restrictions how do you feel about that because a year of lockdown i mean i know we had those sort of few months in like the summer and the autumn when restrictions were eased and we could you know go out and see people and whatever but it's it still felt like yeah it, it does feel like it's been nearly a year and that's crazy and for you, being a student during a pandemic, I will say I had a lucky escape when I graduated. We must point out to our listeners that we are journalism graduates from the University of Gloucestershire. I graduated a few years ago now. You graduated last year, but you haven't had a normal graduation ceremony like I did, which I feel I feel so, so sorry for you and your, your year across the country, not just our uni that we went to in Gloucestershire, but every uni- university. And you haven't had your graduation ceremony yet at all? No, um, we were meant to have it in November of 2020, um, but um, uh, obviously we couldn't. Um, and what we, used, what we did as students, we said to the uni, like, we don't want a ceremony if we can't, you know, see each other in person. So... Um, Ideally, we'd like you to put it back by um, as long as that takes. And and they've sort of tentatively booked it for May of this year. And I'm, I mean, I'm not even sure that that'll go ahead. Like, it'll depend on how how things are looking with with lockdown and everything. Would you take a Would you take a graduation ceremony with face masks and social distancing? I would. Well, let's just say I would take that over not having a ceremony at all. And then, of course, 
when you think about it, you've got to have all the other students who are traveling from other locations to the graduation ceremony. Yeah, I mean, that, that is a that is a consideration for sure. And it, it might be that the uni just says, um, no, we, we can't, this, this is too big a risk and we can't make it work, which would be disappointing, but I, I could understand if they made that decision in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that is, uh, it must be hard for them to get on top of it. But we, we must point out to our listeners that we have tried so many times to get everything all sorted we've had a we've had a very uh, on this on the day we're recording this podcast first episode on the 9th of january the whole of this week we've had so <laughs> the week just gone we've been lots of technical difficulties we've, been, we've tried zoom we've tried skype so now we're on zoom but we're not recording on zoom we're recording on our phones so we hope that the audio for you the listener is okay we, we're gonna have glitches we must point that out mm. A lot of technical difficulties. We were we were listening to it earlier when when we tried recording, and it sounded all right. I think it's fair to say I'm not the best tech technology minded. I will say that. Mm, neither am I. No. So, but we're we're going to give this a really good go. See how it goes. And as I said, we're we're talking about lockdown, but of course, lockdown has been about technology, with no with no social contact, talking to people via Zoom. It's a, t- it's a totally new way of um, of working and socialising, isn't it? Zoom have made a killing during this lockdown. That's that's what they I have. Um, <laughs> like this time, this time last year, like no one I knew had heard of Zoom, and now everyone has. Yeah, I I, I heard of Zoom before the pandemic, but I, did you? I I, I, re- I barely used it. That's all I can say because <laughs> we had social <laughs> contact. But mm, let's yeah. um, but but still sticking to the to the topic of lockdown it's incredibly tough for lots of people we must point out that particularly people with 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 mental health problems and also those who suffer from domestic abuse it's been an incredibly tough time and i think now it is important that we we highlight those the, the, those people in our society who are struggling with lockdown yeah ab- absolutely so what your thoughts on that it's I suppose all we can do is is reach our hand and not physically reach our hand, but say that it's we we understand you, we hear you, and we're there for you wherever we can. Yeah, I mean we want to make sure that your um, situations are um, seen and um, acknowledged. It's that social contact, that simple thing which we've been missing throughout the whole of this. I have not been able to see my grandfather for so many months. He ha- he has he has come he well I, I well I, I I tell a little bit of a lie there. He has actually come to see us, but he hasn't been inside the house. He's been outside the front door for a social distance. It's that so I I have seen him, but not coming inside because the background to my story during lockdown is I have a I have a vulnerable family member. It's incredibly tough for those, particularly those people who are immunosuppressed. Shielding has been tough. And for you, what about you? Social contact with relatives, it must have been, must be tough. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, for me, it's a little different because um, all of my grandparents had actually already died. Um, the last one died, I think, about a month before the pandemic. 
Um, so that hasn't really, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's been, it's been hard cause like I wouldn't have seen them anyway, obviously, but, um, like it's, it's just been, it, it's quite hard to describe it, you know, like having a year of, of minimal interaction with people in, in, in person. It's been weird. I think that's the word that we can use. It's been weird. I would also say stressful. I think it can be stressful for lots of people. Well, well why, why shouldn't it be stressful? We're in the middle of a pandemic. People, innocent people are losing their innocent people are losing their lives, and case numbers continue to go up. And we've had three lockdowns. It's not good for anybody. But of course, what can you do to to beat the virus? That's the thing. We'll we'll, we'll come on to that in a minute. But in terms of university, like I said, we're graduates. The next stage during a pandemic. Is finding a job and it has been incredibly tough we know we're in a in a grave economic situation we know we're going to have or well, we are in a recession aren't we probably the worst recession since the end of the second world war for you and for me incredibly tough to find a job the the media industry which we're both sort of looking to get into i mean that's always a very competitive industry um so it's always pretty difficult to find a job when you're starting out. But of course, in a pandemic and in a recession, it's like 10 times harder. Yeah, very, a very, very fun time to, 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 to try and find something. My story, I will go and, and tell what my trajectory of finding a job has been since graduating. I had a job in a factory. <laughs> um when I just before my graduation ceremony and then I lost it because they didn't want me anymore thank you very much um and then after graduating I applied for so many jobs five, five to seven jobs one was a marketing job another one was a media job one was another PR job two I got interview for and then the other ones I unfortunately didn't get so but I'm not going to give up and I'm sure you aren't going to give up as well no I'm not going to give up. I, I would love I would love to go to journalism. It, it would be fantastic. I have lots of things that I... Lots of hopes that I could maybe get into what I want to. But I know that I've done a journalism, journalism degree. It may not necessarily mean I end up doing journalism. As long as I've learned the skills from, from the degree, that's the most important thing. Because a lot of people... Um, on our course when they graduate they go into stuff like PR or um, marketing or other sort of um, avenues within the media industry so not necessarily journalism as we know it but of course during lockdown there have been bad effects as you said mental health and domestic abuse which are awful the deaths terrible but we have to also say there have been a few good things that have locked down we've i've i personally have had more time with family i would also say that i've had time to do more things for example i have decided to to keep myself preoccupied with reading more books reading more books is 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 good 
and also I've taken the effort to uh, study on study more on the Open University. With uh, I've studied a marketing course on Open University. So what about you? How have you the, the good effects of lockdown? What what would you say have been some good effects? I I'd echo what you said. Like I've had more time with family. I've had more time to sort of do my own thing. Um, one thing um, that I did um, last year, which I probably wouldn't have done had it not been in lockdown, um, I took my 60 words a minute shorthand exam in, in June and I passed it with um, <laughs> a bit of a humble brag here, but I passed it with 100% accuracy. I think that deserves a round of applause. I don't. I don't think that. <laughs> I think you can brag about that as mm. much as you want, Nat. Because ah, <laughs> oh, cheers, Will. Thank you. <laughs> thank mm. you very much for mentioning that as well, because that's that gives me a good motivation <laughs> to actually <laughs> do more shorthand. Because unfortunately, when I was at uni, we did that. We did the same course. I haven't passed my shorthand, so <laughs> um, uh, so you've actually given me a good idea to to uh, do more shorthand. Um, so yeah, thank you for that. But any anything else apart from shorthand which you've done? <laughs> I'm I'm not sure I'd have had the idea to do this podcast if we hadn't have been in lockdown. Because if we hadn't, then like I think I think one of the things was like when when the university closed and we were stuck at home, I, I realised that after a while, I realised I missed doing radio stuff. Because we, we would do that in the studio in our media department, but obviously we couldn't do that under lockdown. So after a time, I thought, well, I think I think also because I've been listening to so many podcasts um, in lockdown, I thought, wouldn't it be cool to maybe do something along those lines? Yeah, yeah. I, and that's what we decided to do. As I said, we, we hope to make it conversational and topical and all the things we're interested in. And of course, this first episode is about lockdown because we are doing a podcast during a pandemic, which is, as we said, terrible. Personal lockdown. What's it been like personally? That is another question. For lots of people, there have been a few things that have been different during this time. Personal lockdown habits is another thing which, or, or not, not not just habits, but also things that have happened during lockdown which are different to what you would usually do if there was no pandemic. So I'll give you one example, Nat. Because of a pandemic and not being able to go out, we've decided to um, have our shopping delivered, food shopping delivered. So we, we haven't been going out to the supermarket. And having it delivered, we then quarantine the food for five days, taking extra precautions. A bit like when you know we were told to wash our hands and wear face masks and everything. It's a good thing to do, I suppose. What about you? Any? Mm, yeah. Do you have to? Um, do you have to be careful, Will, not to buy stuff that's going to like go out of date within five days? Yes, that is. Yeah, that is that is that is true. We <laughs> we make sure we don't. <laughs> that is that is a good that's a good point. Yeah, we, no, we, we make sure it's not out of date when we buy it. So, yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's that is a relevant question. Um, it is different. It is it is very different. But what about you? Any any unusual things that have happened during lockdown? Um, I don't know. I I 
I guess one thing is like becoming more intentional about going out for walks because I know like during the first lockdown you famously could like go out for one form of exercise per day um and I think like you know having so much coursework to to get through at the time it was really it was really helpful thing to like have that push to go out and get some fresh air and sort of disconnect from the work for a bit and I'm not sure that I would have done that um without if we hadn't have been in lockdown like because <laughs> it's funny I, I I remember like before lockdown I could quite easily like stay inside for, for days at a time without even meaning to but um but having this this push this having actually having the government say you can go out for exercise like once per day I I felt that got me a bit more motivated to do it you know from my point of view Nat it, I have been going out of the house but for a social distance from other people of course just walking around the my local area not not driving five miles to to or more than five miles to go out and do exercise we did at one point there was a time when we we when the lockdown restrictions were eased we did go out for a, a, a drive about no more than 20 miles to a to a, a place where we just we just went for a walk in the in the woods there were people there lots of people there but as long as you keep your social distance that's fine but that was when the restrictions were eased that's that wasn't during a, a lockdown but during lockdowns I have been going out on my bike, but not far, not not crazy um, seventy mile rides or something like that. Just small distance rides, probably no more than fifteen miles, maybe, maybe even less than that actually. And that is that is something which I've been able to continue. But the unusual thing is that you can't join up with other people to do it. That's I can't join up with someone to 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 have a walk around with or go on my bike with um i can't even visit one of my best friends in my local area because it's a risk that's that's how it is i'm afraid but it has been unusual it's been like i said before it's been weird weird and strange so the we had three lockdowns but there is hope there is hope with a vaccine now, the UK now has three vaccines. There's hope now. There's hope with the vaccines. So your thoughts on vaccines? I will definitely be getting one when it's my time. Yeah. We don't know when it will be. Getting the, the vulnerable and the elderly vaccinated first is is what we what we want. I, I want them to be vaccinated first. I don't think that there is a case for vaccinating everybody else first because... If you vaccinate one side, then they'll accuse that side of not being prioritised. But the, the the NHS care workers, they all deserve to be vaccinated first, in my personal opinion. And then, of course, the, the elderly care home residents, the ones that really deserve, because they've been through a traumatic time. And if you think about it, if you vaccinate the care care home and the elderly first, then their family members will be able to come and see them maybe with less social distancing possibly i don't know how that could work that might work we just have to wait we just have to wait and buy our time for a vaccine what do you think will about the decision to um delay the second dose so that more people can have the first dose 
Well, the science, yeah, the, the the scientific advisors have have said it's that the. I think the the quote was that the the public will thank us for doing this. I think that's what the, that was in the news a couple of weeks ago. So, um, from my, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly have a view on that. That really, I think if this, if scientists are saying that's the best way to do it, then I trust them to to think that way, and maybe that is the best way. I, to me, it, it seems to make more sense to have more people, more of the population having 60, 70, 80% immunity than having like a smaller number of people with 90, 95% immunity. That, that to me makes more, makes more sense. Yeah. And uh, it, it makes, it, it does make sense to me. But again, as, as I said before, I think if the scientists are telling us that, that, not having the second dose as soon as possible is going to benefit everybody else then i believe what they're saying that's that's what i would say that's how that's the way forward we hope we will be vaccinated soon we just gotta wait i suppose but in terms of the lockdowns we've had or continue to have the once lockdown and the pandemic is over which we hope is maybe this year we hope the pandemic will go eventually this year it might we don't know, do we, really? What are we most looking forward to once this is all over? Um, well, the big thing for me is going to be taking my driving test because um, I, <laughs> I've i been having lessons on and off for like the past five years and I was about ready to take my theory test when the first lockdown happened. So I've had to um, postpone it like three or four times now because of that lockdown and the lockdowns that we've had since. But hopefully once the virus is a bit more under control, I'll be able to take my theory and then carry on working towards my practical and then pass it and four-wheel freedom. I, I feel the same way because I had lessons earlier last year and towards the end of 2019. And I had so many lessons before lockdown. And then as soon as lockdown was announced in March 2020, I was probably about five lessons away from taking my test. So I was I was incredibly frustrated. I think that's the that's how I felt, not being able to take my test because the pandemic had just struck. It's, it's especially important if you're looking for journalism jobs because almost all of them want you to have a clean driving licence. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's... Um, incredibly important and i regret not doing it earlier that's what mm, I so do i <laughs> <laughs> but um i will i will point out i do have a car i do have a car which i i'm only a learner driver at the moment of course because i've passed it my test um so i have been going out in the car when we had restrictions eased but of course my dad is no driving instructor which is <laughs> it's, just, it's not the same keeping the skills going is is the most important thing I suppose, Nat, to round off this podcast, and I will also just mention to the listeners that um, if you do hear any background noise, then we uh, that that's that's the that's the glitches we might have, possibly. <laughs> but um, if you do hear anything in the backgrounds, then that's well, that's just that's just the life of recording and technology. We're not we're not the best at technology. That's all I would say. It's taken us quite a time to to get this set up with lots of problems, but we're we're. We're giving it a go. That's the main thing, and that's that's what I'm hoping 
we'll do. We're giving it a good go. It may not be perfect, but let's see how we go. And we're, we're doing a good job at the moment. So we're looking forward to lockdown ending. But of course, finally, now I think we have to say that this is the new year. We are nine days into the new year. Obviously, when we hope to release this first episode, it might be a few days after the original recording. But this is a new year, 2021. 2020, 2020, no, you don't want 2020, 2020, 2020, if I can get my words right, has been, uh, well, an awful year. Let's just, just, just say that. But yeah, a bit of a car crash and we're looking forward to a new year. So let's just quickly talk about Christmas because Christmas was, Christmas 2020 was not a usual Christmas for a whole myriad of reasons. Christmas for me was okay. We just stayed at home, had our Christmas dinner and open presents as normal. What about you? How was Christmas 2020 for you? Um, Yeah, I mean, like you, we sort of, we had our Christmas dinner, we watched the Queen's speech, we had some presents, but obviously very different because we couldn't have family around for the day. Like we had my aunt and uncle here for about like 20 minutes, sort of sat out on the drive and we sort of spoke to them there. But other than that, it was all done on Zoom. Zoom, one of the great technological advances of 2020 during a pandemic. So, yeah, inc- incredibly strange time at a Christmas, which is not the same Christmas that we're all used to. But 2021, a new year. We hope to have many more episodes to come with this podcast. And before we go, Nat, um, Open Agenda is the name of our podcast. We... Talk, talk me through why, why open agenda? Why was why was that a good name which you came up with? I was I was looking it up well when I was um, coming up with names. Um, and I, I, one thing I did with every name that I came up with, I, I looked it up just to check that nobody else had taken it. <laughs> um, and so I looked up the open agenda, and I found out that it's what you call an, um, if you're in a meeting. The stuff that you're talking about at that meeting is relevant to everyone there. That's what's that's what we'd call an open agenda, and <clears throat> I think that's what we kind of want set out to achieve with this podcast. Is like we want to talk about stuff that's relevant to you, the listener. Would you agree with that, Will? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think that conversational, mm. topical, the things that interest us. We hope to have guests on as well. Maybe in the next yes. episode. Let's hope. Let's hope so. We have a few guests in mind, um, but yeah, we look forward to making new episodes. So I think that this is the first episode on lockdown. It's been tough. It continues to be tough, and we do hope that lockdowns will be a thing of the past in the near future. So I think the final thing Nat has to say is to conclude the first episode. So Nat, thank you for starting it off. Well, th- thanks for. Um, thank you, Will, for. Um agreeing to um run it with me yeah yeah of course so yeah final thought thank you to the listener for listening many more episodes yeah. to come hopefully with guests thank you very much nat yeah um if you want to follow us on twitter um you can find me at nat j s c h underscore and i i forgot my twitter handle actually wl luca 97 i think uh i'll have to double check that <laughs> i can't remember my own twitter handle i should know that but yeah we've we've End of episode one. Thank you very much, Nat. And goodbye from me and a goodbye from you. Goodbye.